I'm Yanling. I'm Raven. And this is How to NFT. Raven and I are on a journey to learn about blockchain. And our first step is to buy an NFT. Unfortunately, getting into the NFT market isn't as simple as it might sound. You can't just go on Amazon or Shopee or Lazada and use your credit card to buy an artwork. You will need actual cryptocurrency to fund your NFT transactions and a crypto wallet to safely store the data when you purchase or mint your own NFT. So basically, there are four steps to buying an NFT. First, you need a crypto wallet. And you can set it up by using wallets such as Metamask or other software wallets. If you're setting up for the first time, you may find yourself having to verify your identity when setting up your wallet. Next, you can use a trusted trading platform to buy your preferred cryptocurrency. Ether is the leading one used for NFT transactions. It's the native currency built on the Ethereum blockchain, and it can be purchased in a few different ways. If you're a beginner, it may be best to stick to Ether and the Ethereum blockchain, as it has a lot more marketplaces and users. The third step is to use your crypto wallet to connect to a marketplace like OpenSea. OpenSea is the most popular NFT marketplace with over 1 million active user wallets on the platform. Last but not least, use your preferred cryptocurrency to mint, buy, sell and bid on existing auctions. The demand for NFT art has exploded over the past year. However, there is still a lot of skepticism. After all, NFTs are generally tied to digital files. How is owning such an NFT different from a screenshot of a photo? Does proof of ownership mean anything? To help you decide, we speak to a few buyers to find out more. Yeah, I'm Joyce. So, um, my kids call me Miss Joyce because I'm a, I'm a tutor actually. So I have been tutoring for like past 10 years of my life, including going to the learning lab to teach. Um, so my whole life has been revolved around kids, math and English. That's what I do my whole life. Mm, and I do NFTs for hobbies and, and just, you know, for fun. I, I don't really, I'm not a diehard fan of NFT. <laughs> Questions about the NFT. When did you buy it and what did you buy? Okay, so it started around the COVID period. Um, I think that was during lockdown and I was having, I was a little bored. So last year, last year, 2021, I, I had like a bit of time to go and research and look up this thing. And, you know, the first thing I actually thought was, okay, I'll just buy it because it's so fun. But then on second thoughts, maybe I should buy it as a form of investment. <laughs> and that's when I realized maybe, yeah, I should, I should just spend my money more carefully since I'm already in like, I don't know how old I am. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I should just buy it as a form of investment. And then I was like thinking, but what to invest in, you know? So I asked myself, what's a good thing? And then suddenly my mentor came up with this project that was like a huge hoo-ha about it. That was a Discord channel about it. I think thousands of people joined it. And then um, even my other group of mentors um, from another place that I got to know from, from a property investment group, they also joined in. And then I, I was like, wow, you know, I, I just had this thought that maybe it could go somewhere. So I just thought I'd give it a try, you know. 
Anyway, okay. it was just money that mm. I was willing to throw away. So I just said, okay, I'll just buy a few uh, items. Yeah. And then I'll see where it goes. So the first thing I bought was actually a pass, a Prometheus pass. And that pass gave mm. you the access to buy um, collectibles like whiskey and mm. liquor. Yeah. Very, very rare liquors around the world. Also, it's a membership, basically. Yeah. Right? You would call it a membership. Correct. And there's only okay. like 888 um, members who oh. own this pass in the world. Yeah. So once you have that pass, oh. you can gain access to buy the rare whiskey collection, which is very rare in the world. Yeah. And, yeah. and that was just like for fun. I just didn't think <laughs> twice about it. Okay. The moment they launched, I just bought it. For Jay, buying NFT is an investment. Well, my name is Jay, also known as Jay Funk, and I've been in the music, um, fashion and entertainment industry for the past 15 years. And I've since um, started several um, creative spaces or venues. Jay recently founded Singapore's first NFT launch, but more on that for a future episode. My friend, uh, he posted a story on Instagram, like he bought these 10 really ugly looking like <laughs> like characters and he's <laughs> NFTs basically. I'm like, why did you spend money on, you know, on this? And then he's like, let me introduce you to a thing called community and utility and all, all that. Right. I'm like, what's that? And then he then shared with me projects like, uh, the board ABR club, mm. which is like considered, um, one of the, the top and, and, more established collections, yep. NFT collections. So I went into um, the Discord where they hang out, right? Mm. That's like mm. like the, the new forums. Um, and then everyone was so like hype and and so like chatty, right? In the Discord channel, in the Discord group. And I thought like, I really felt that energy and it really kind of like, um, really showed me that there are actually a lot of people excited about um, this project, you know, mm. and I'm like, okay, why are they so excited? Because the art's not. I didn't. I didn't really dig the art. I yeah. didn't really like it. I was like, what are they excited about? And then um, I I discovered that you know there's this whole um, all these plans in the pipeline. Their their roadmap basically, mm. and what um, what they were going to do with the money raised from selling that the NFTs, right? The NFT collection. And I realized that, you know, it would probably be, um, it'd probably be a good investment, you know, to buy one of these uh, bought apes or they, they also had um, another collection called the mutant apes, which was more mm. affordable. Still expensive, but more affordable. So that's what I bought. Okay. That's what I purchased at that time. Um, and because they, they, I felt like the community really, uh, really was dedicated, mm. you know, to the mm. project, and and with all um, the plans they had. Mm. Um, Can you share what are the plans they have? I think some of our audience may be pretty new to this community concept and utility concept. So we. So maybe do you, do you mind elaborating what, like what what does the community? I mean, besides being on Discord, right? What do they talk about? Um, what are the plans they have? What are the roadmaps? Yeah, on what is the utility of the NFT you have bought? Like, I give I know it give you a ticket to the club, but what do you get to do inside? 
the club. Right. So let's take um, this project, a board ABR club, as yes. an example. Mm. You, if you have a a board ape or a mutant ape. You would be able to attend all the parties that they organize and the festivals and the events and stuff like that. Uh, mostly in the U.S. because that's where um, you know this project was founded. But um, there are actually a lot of there is a board ape like community in Singapore as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not wrong, there's about a hundred, hundred of them. Oh wow! So they do their own meetups and like their own local events and okay. uh, to to get. To get access, you know, you would have to be a owner of one of these bought ape NFTs. Mm. Um, so events is one. It kind of uh, the NFT kind of acts as like a, a membership card of sorts, right? Mm. Mm. Or access card, right, to these events uh, or to exclusive merch, right? Mm. If you if you um, like the project or the art, maybe you would want to kind of uh, flex. Because <laughs> you know NFTs, especially um, NFTs that are worth a lot of money, is now becoming a status symbol of sorts as mm. well. So that I know of people that has sold their cars to buy NFTs. <gasps> Why? As an in, of course, as a, to speculate as an okay. investment, but mm. at the same time also really be able to kind of you know show it off whether it's on their apple watch yeah uh, or okay. their you know profile picture on whatsapp mm. or telegram yeah. like people are starting to recognize what it is you know yeah. or mm. how much this um image is worth yeah but the value really comes from um like what we're talking about the all the the perks right mm. you can get from um holding this nft events uh, exclusive merch and then they recently um, they recently announced their metaverse. So like the virtual, they're creating a virtual world where okay. then you can um, you can um, then explore and and play games together online, stuff like that, mm-hmm. as well as um, airdrops. That means that the, you would be getting like free stuff, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know whether it's the same airdrop as you know your Apple airdrop kind of thing. Is that yeah. what it means? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Really? Okay. So, um, pretty much the airdrop is them sending you something. Okay. Oh, and so okay. let's say, like, this is a real example. I I have a mutant ape. Yep. Yeah. Um, and because I was I'm holding this mutant ape, I've received a lot of free, um, um, other free NFTs that have that they have sent me mm. and cool, okay. not just NFTs that, you know, do nothing, but they, for example, the, the latest NFT that they sent me was um, represented land in this, in this new metaverse that they are creating, this oh, new virtual oh, world. Okay. So I'll, I'd be, I'm now a virtual landlord. Oh, yeah. nice! And once they launch their their metaverse, their virtual world, I'll be able to utilize my land. I'll be able to like build stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't announced exactly what, but I'll be able to, you know, have my own little space in that virtual world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that's kind of fun. So, and sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. And um, what's really cool is that um, 
there some of these lands are rarer than others. Mm-hmm. Some of these plot of lands, and so the free plot of land that they sent me was um, a rare plot. Only five percent of of everyone uh, would have received this, mm-hmm. and um, I instantly got uh, an offer, uh, or someone bid it. Um, wow! Okay, twenty Ethereum for this <gasps> plot of land that I received for free 20? by just owning <gasps> by just owning this ape NFT. So wow, you know, yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Okay, so, <laughs> we learned that investment analyst Stan, who we spoke to in the first episode, is an owner of the Pudgy Penguins NFT, a collection of cute flightless digital birds. Okay, so I started out like just dived right in uh, uh, during the the hype. I think early twenty twenty one. Pudgy penguins is my favorite. I think I love the oh, art. Oh yeah, uh, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I bought, I made a lot of uh, mistakes as well. Uh, you know, uh, especially when I just started out. Uh, paid my tuition fees in that sense uh, through the mistakes that I've made. Um, uh, I, I invested in this one crypto dads thing. It's called crypto dads. It looks like Simpsons. Uh, I flipped it. Sorry? Crypto dads. Yeah, it's dead. It's probably dead. Wait, 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 let's Google first, ah, because uh. <laughs> yeah. we are not very familiar. Crypto dads. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in D A D S. D A D S. Yeah, yeah. It's most probably dead now, but it was pretty hype last year during NFT boom. Oh. Uh, yeah. These. Uh, yeah, just a various bunch of, of, of nonsense, la. but uh, I, I look at the art. Uh, I do like the art, you know, I'll, I'll try to mint one. Um, I, I think there's also a more sophisticated approach uh, that you can do when when you buy and sell NFTs. There's a, it's actually a whole game to it as well. Uh, it's sort of like the business side of things when it comes to uh, buying and selling Pokemon cards. Um, that's the closest analogy that I can I can I can make. Yeah. So I think there's a lot. I mean, I've been hearing a lot of analogies, right? I mean, when it comes to NFT, so it's like there's a comparison mm-hmm. this between collecting like cards and stuff, right? Because I also remember growing up, there was a huge mm-hmm. magic community in Singapore, right? You know what I remember? Yeah. I yeah. remember, um, no, what's, what's that? The anime fighting game dragon ball dragon ball dragon ball cards dragon ball oh yeah cards. those were there yeah. so is it like crypto is it is it nft something like like collectibles but in blockchain is that the easiest way to explain it i mean yes and no uh mm-hmm. I, I, on, on the most simplest level you can see it like trading cards right mm-hmm. uh in in a trading card space i can be a collector maybe i have a lot of money i don't care about the money i just want to collect mm-hmm. i can be a flipper buy and sell fast, just make some quick cash, try to. I can be an investor. Maybe I think this will, 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 will do a long term. I buy, hold, sell it years down the road. You know, there, there, are, there are many ways you can approach it. Or maybe I just want to, to, to belong to a community that I really love, right? For example, I love, I love Pudgy Penguins. I love the art. And then I find that the people in, in this community are, are a lot of good vibes. You know, I love staying in the Discord channels and, and communicating with them, interacting with people in the community. Uh, you know, it, it just depends on on, on what your objective is. Uh, I would say, um, with, with same thing as Pokemon cards, like NFTs, for me personally, uh, I do enjoy the art aspect to it and the fun aspect to it as well. 
but as an adult, it's hard to deny the the monetary aspect that comes along with mm. uh, trading cards or NFTs, for example. Yeah. 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 So how do you choose your projects? Because you you're saying that you you I, I assume that you choose it because you like the art, or do you, or there's other things that you're looking for when you are buying an NFT. Sure. I mean, pe- 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 people have like different frameworks when when they sort of decide on on what project to invest in. For me, I think most importantly, it's the art. It can be very looks like crap, but it's total high meme value, or it can look really cute or really cool. You know, this is something that, you know, I'm so sure a lot of listeners would understand, right? Because it's something that cannot be taught or trained. You can't work hard to appreciate art or to tell if something will, that, uh, something that everyone would like, right? Um, same thing, you know, when it comes to appraising NFTs, like, mm, is this, does this strike a chord with you? Is this something very arbitrary and, and, but also very important at the same time? Um, there are other more like hard factors, for example, is the team doxed? Are their identities revealed or are they anonymous? Right? Uh, that being said, if they're anonymous, that doesn't mean that they'll run away from money, but it's a higher risk there. Um, you know, you can also look at the commitment of the team, right? Do, are they just releasing a profile picture or do they have plans for the community? Do they have a roadmap? Are they committed to filling that roadmap? Uh, are they constantly engaging with the community or are they just, you know, very hands-off and not showing their dedication to the project? Uh, you know, these are, are just some ways to, to sort of tell, you know, uh, how strong a project is. But by, you know, maybe if you can even see how active or how many how many people are there in the Discord channels, how many Twitter followers they have, for example, uh, could be a lot of bots, but you have to do your due diligence in that sense. Um, you know, these are some ways you can sort of identify a potentially a good NFT project but by no means is it, is it a guarantee that you'll make money. Uh, if it were that easy, all of us would be rich. So what are the different types of collectors in the market? NFT creator Iqbal talked about the three main different types of personalities and collectors out there. Are you a flipper? Or are you a diamond hands? Or are you a paper hands? Okay, so these are, these are I think, terms that are very fresh for you guys, right? So like a flipper is a person who buys into Project NFT so that they can sell it at a higher price instantly. So for example, like they mint this project at say 0.1 and then they know like at this point of time, if I were to sell it at 1 ETH, I'm able to sell it and I earn. And then I'll just go into the project. So they don't even care about the utility of the project. They just use the utility as a form of a stepping stone for them to earn. So that's a flipper. Um, a diamond hand, a diamond hands and paper hands are actually like people who are actually diamond hands are actually people who have truly invested in a project that they will not let go for anything. Like even if it burns or what, they will just hold because they know to themselves it it's valuable to them. Yeah, and then they keep it. Paper hands are like, they 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 understand that project, they like the project, but then suddenly when fear, uncertainty, and doubt comes in, like, oh no, like they, they think it's going to rock or like people are saying, oh, this project is not good. And then they just sell it at a, at a lower price than they bought it just so that they don't incur much big of a loss. Yeah, but then like they are just following trends. So those are paper hands. So these are the terms that are there. So there are many different types of personalities here. And I wouldn't say like that person is specific to it. It can be a mixture of, of these personalities, of how you navigate the space. And it, it, it also like 
depends on the projects that you are supporting and and all that. So it's a journey of how you 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 feel whether the in the investment that you made is worth uh like you know like holding to the end or like not not growing it because I think I think when it first started like everybody sees it as a lucrative thing you know but you know that it's not about the look the about it being lucrative it's about it is about going into this new new era new space where new companies are being built uh projects are being uh, created to 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 not only fund lives but create communities about so it has in evolved over time because I think right now we are in the bearish market so bearish market means that it's not a good market to 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 earn a lot yeah so people are now starting to understand that uh, it's it's about supporting the the project it's about the community that it has built because if you were to invest yourself and take some time and understand the, if you go into a project or into a discord channel you can see certain communities are so lively like you meet so many new people around there and people are willing to help people are willing to to build and support you while not only you're you're supporting their the project but they are also like supporting each other inside the community and you want that kind of community you know and because of that no matter how much the price is of the NFT on on the marketplace, like you're willing to hold it because of the friends and of the people that you have met in that particular project, you know? And and then another instance is that um, the art, like you like that artist and you know that the project, it might be bad, might be good, but you love the, the artwork itself and you want to keep it because it's like you are you are an art collector. You are not like a flipper. You're a fan, lah. Yeah, and you want to keep yeah. and you want to keep the artwork no matter how 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 bad it goes, and you know that you can purchase it at a cheap price. And to be fair, right now the bear the bear market, like you can buy buy into projects easily. It's not like as expensive as before. Like I think there was one point of time where Ethereum was six thousand sing dollars. Yeah, so like buying into a project is so hard, right? Right now, you can you can buy it like within two point five k if it's one Ethereum, and you can get into that project and you can collect that particular NFT, you know. And I think and I think I ever shared this in in one of my uh, IG lives, uh, where how will you see yourself in fifty years as a NFT collector, you know? And 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 then we we had we had a conversation, and then you say imagine, like, like I mean, Touchwood like bought it Yacht Club rug. But then you hold you hold on to it, you didn't let go. You are holding a relic here. You are holding the first like you're holding a cultural icon in the NFT space. And you are a collector of that. And 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 I think and I think that's the beauty of, of being collector. Like you you see the value because it has a it has a moment in history that it was in its glory days the best. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say it's not going to be best like in 50 years down the road. It could be like, you know, a Gucci, it could be like a Prada where, you know, it has become a legacy brand. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and the possibility is endless. Lah, and that's how you see and navigate and try to identify yourself in the space. Yeah. So can we ask what kind of uh, artists have you invested in so far in their projects? Oh wow! Like, um, what are your favorite among um, them? I have a Stapleverse NFT. So Stapleverse is actually by Jeff Staple. Uh, so he runs a streetwear brand called uh, Staple Staple Pigeon. 
Yeah, and I, and I think, and I think like, 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 okay, so, so like me and my friend, we, we always run parallel. So, uh, I identify myself as a semi-flipper. Like I, when I see there's an opportunity to profit, I'll profit. He has, for example, my friend, his name is Hazik. Like he's, shout out to him. Like <laughs> Just to see this podcast. So, so he, I deem him as this term called the digital hoarder. So whatever he buys, he just keeps. He's just not going to let go. He just goes to his vault and then that's it. So apparently, like, so just to share a little bit of a story. So we, we both went into the Stableverse uh, project. We both got one, two of the rarest NFTs, which we can actually sell at a good price. So when we were minting it, it was 0.07. So I got like the fourth rarest one. So I think the floor price for that at that point of time was uh 1.2 Ethereum. Yeah, and at that point of time, 1.2 Ethereum was like 4K, 5K. Yeah, and he got the third one. And he can sell his at 4 Ethereum. But he didn't. He hold. I sold mine. And then I decided to buy two more, like, semi, not so rare ones, like, common and, and like, like, like uncommon ones and then I decided to hold because I understand the utility of it like over time they're going to come up with another collection where you can actually uh, burn the current NFT to attain the new one so I was telling myself like hey I should get two lah, then I can uh, but he held on to his and there was one instance where because uh, I think it was like going into the bull market the value of his NFT shot up to about 8 Ethereum yeah, and he still didn't sell it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's his personality. So you can see that that we are two different persons. <laughs> and I already sold mine. I'm like, yeah, I'm so happy. Like I got like 4K <laughs> and then now I can buy into other projects. Like, yeah. like so I bought like a Tristan Eaton. Uh, I haven't bought uh, a Shepherd Fairy yet, but I hope to. Uh, then I've got like, yeah. there's this NFT called Super Geisha, which is by this guy named Jer. Um... Yeah, so there's a few like artworks that I've been into, and yeah, I'm I'm just looking into more, and and that's that's how it is, lah. And 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 you can see that the personalities that we have very different, and I think even other people, the way they collect is also very different. Yeah, but I think most will come in with the objective like, hey, I want to I want to get I want to get rich, I want to make a living. Yeah, and I think this thing is fine. It's still fine. Like you do you, and 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 hopefully you get where you want to be, and 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 um, establish yourself in the space. Yeah, like for myself, like I, I'm a semi semi collector, and I'm also doing my art, and I'm and I'm also thinking like you know, hopefully if I can earn from this, like I want to collect my the local artists' artwork here in Singapore. Like there's a few here. Like, I think you guys should check it out. Like, you know, like Void Deck Kids Club or like Crypto Bangs or Matt Murley. So Matt Murley is actually like a Malayan NFT. And I think he came <laughs> out like a thousand of it. So yeah. he's selling it and he's selling it for cheap. He's selling it for 0.01 and, I, and I've been wanting to, to, to get it. So hopefully like I, I save a bit of money or I get money and I'll buy it. So if you can see right now, there is this like, like a, like an ecosystem in the NFT space. Like as a creator, like I know I want to earn, but I don't pull out all of it. Like I still use it to buy other people's NFT. And I create a community with that because like I support other artists as well. And it gives you that ability to do so, you know? And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. So we have about 10, 15 minutes more, but right. I did want to touch on, um, because you mentioned before as well, you got scammed. Yeah. Right? Can you just share <laughs> a little bit about that? Wow. Yeah, okay. or like what, what 
How? Okay, so um, this this is a uh, this is like one of the first things that I talked about also because I got scanned on my first purchase. Oh. Like Ouch. when I was like diving in, kind of scam really. Like, oh. like that's it. <laughs> all gone. Like even if I do red, like whatever red flag, like all my countermeasures, all like it just went out the window. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. So, the early stage of NFTs, I think, I think the rule is is always do your own research or DYOR. That is the that is the the term that they use in the space. Um, always double check and my 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 take is that um, most of us always embark on it alone and that is also quite risky but if you are a very careful person I think yeah by all means lah yeah but I always have to have like have to have it's good to have someone to, to do due diligence in a sense you know so that's why me and my friend Hazik we always like say like hey you think this website legit you think this thing so okay? So bounce you know? it off each other. Yeah, so, so at least okay. we know, like you know, like we got each other covered, and then like you know, if you feel that you had a loss, also you don't feel so bad. You can like, yeah, because of fault, like, You never check, like, You know, you know like, <laughs> just 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 joking, like, Blame on the other person. <laughs> yeah, <basically>. yeah. <laughs> but it's ne- but it's not that. Like, it's definitely not yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but I guess like you have to do this. So so the story of my scam happened was like um, I was looking at this project called um, Bitcoin Billionaire. Bitcoin billionaire, uh, and I joined the Discord channel. And so the number one rule when you're in Discord channel is always turn off your uh, private messages, turn off your DMs. Yeah, because scammers will Why? will aim to DM you. Okay. They will direct message you from Discord channel, and they will just send you a link, and they will send you a link that looks relatively similar to the project that you are at. Oh, yeah. okay. So they put there and say like, "Hey, we got this. Uh, we got this. Uh, offer like you can mint this for this amount. Uh, and you we only gonna do this for for ten of them. So grab it while you can." And I click the link and I open, and the website looks exactly like the project website. It's like a like for like. It's like a. It's like an exact clone of it. The only difference between a scam website and a non-scam website is their URL. So Bitcoin Billionaire, if you spell that in full, which the project did, it it has like a lot of L's, a lot of I's. And the scam website apparently just removed one I. Yeah. And uh, it's very hard for you to notice it because, you know, of the URL, right? So it looks so similar. It looks the same. And... I was excited. I was like going into it and I was texting Hazik and unfortunately Hazik, I think we were doing it at about 2 a.m. in the morning. So I think he knocked out really. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh my God, he's not replying. And I'm like, I'm excited. Like, I think if I miss this out, like, like you know, it's, it's going to be gone, you know. So I purchased it at that point of time. It was, I think, 0.06. 0.06 was about, I think about $340. About three hundred fifty dollars at that point wow, of time. Still quite significant. Yeah, and then uh, when I when I did a transaction, it didn't appear in my wallet, <gasps> so I didn't see the NFT at all, and I was like wondering why is it like an issue and stuff like that. So what I did was I went to the project like they have that support uh support channel, and I went there and say, hey guys, like I purchased this from this link, da da da, and then they say, oh bro, sorry, I think that's. 
uh, not our URL because it's lacking that. I think you got scammed. Can I see your transaction so that you, to see whether it goes through or not? If it doesn't go through, we can help you to try and retrieve it. So unfortunately, it went through. So yeah, they can't do anything about it. So that's where um, I learned that if you want to be to to buy an NFT or like the one you can't be too excited about it. You gotta be like in that calm zone mm. where you have to look at it very properly. You have to see things. Yeah, and don't buy it at two a.m. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> don't, don't have FOMO. Yeah, yeah be don't careful. Have, yeah, FOMO. The, the the key is don't have FOMO. Uh. So when you have FOMO, what happens is that you become so excited that you you kind of let down your gut a lot, and then that's where mistakes happen and stuff like that. You know. And 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 that's where and that's where yeah I got scammed and and it's something that I always share and I always tell people like when you're in a space when you're in that zone of excitement try to get yourself out of it like even to a point like you know like like okay so some I mean projects now are not are not like this but last time projects like sell out in minutes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then like you got to click quickly, so you like you're in fever pitch mode. But then when you're in that mode, like anything can happen, and if you never take your measures properly, like you might be scammed, you might lose money and stuff like that. Yeah, and people and and you can see a lot of people are losing money because of that. Like for example, like either the Discord channel got hacked, like uh the general chat people put up links that are actually not the real the real links they are the fake ones and people access that and and yeah they lose and they lose money and they even and even now like people are losing nfts because they 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 see something and they got excited about it and then they connect their wallet to that and then because their wallet is connected they are they are their NFTs are drained now of their wallet and like thousands, millions of dollars are gone. Yeah, so so it's all about due diligence. It's about trying to find a way to protect yourself. That's, that's the key here. But at the same time, yeah, like share and get people to be aware that's the that's the key if something sounds too good to be true it probably is a big thank you to our guests for their generosity in sharing their personal experiences in buying their first NFTs and what we beginner NFT buyers should look out for Yan Ling I will be doing my due diligence on you when you finally launch your NFT and for me, I actually want to provide real value as a creator to my buyers. So attaching a utility to the NFT just makes a lot of sense to me, as I mentioned before. But how am I going to do that? And how am I going to establish credibility with my potential buyers? Next week, we are speaking to actual NFT creators to learn more about the process of launching their NFTs. And if you want to hear more from our other guests coming up from our new episodes, or catch up on older ones, do remember to click follow on our podcast in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or check out our Instagram and Facebook. Do tell your friends about us and give us a 5-star rating. With special thanks to Audio Technical for being our audio partner. The information expressed in this podcast are solely the opinions of the individuals at the time of this recording and do not reflect the views of Freelance Creators Exchange and Creators at Work. This information is for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment or trading advice. Please do your own due diligence.